0: A £20,000 prize makes the Edwin Morgan Award one of the largest poetry awards in the UK and we are going to tell you all about it. Welcome! To the In Deep Poetry Internet podcast. Show! Man. So close. I was so sure after. Yeah. <laughs> we discussed this for 20 minutes before we yeah, started. Oh, it's this podcast. A, it's been a week of failure. It's written down. Our, our it's end. written down, man. <laughs> In 1999, Edwin Morgan was made Glasgow's first poet laureate. In 2004, he was named as the first Scottish national poet, or Macker. You may have seen Edwin Morgan in the news this year, as 2020 marks his centenary, and the Edwin Morgan Foundation has used this entire year to celebrate his life, career, and tremendous contribution to Scottish culture. Here at Speculative Books, we've already begun celebrating Morgan's centenary by publishing The Centenary Collection, which was guest edited by Colin Hurd. The Centenary Collection contains poetry and short stories inspired by Edwin Morgan's scrapbooks and includes a foreword by Colin Hurd. Contributions from Liz Lockhead, Henry Bell, Stephen Watt, Katie Veach Sean Kuhn Jack McMillan (that's me), Laura Bissell, Russell Jones, Leila Josephine, Cesar Doza, Finola Scott, and many, many, many more. more. Edwin Morgan willed close to one million pounds to the S.M.P. and left another million to set up the Edwin Morgan Award. You must have been previously unpublished. You must be a previously unpublished poet. Pamphlets are allowed, though. And you must be no older than 30. This year's winner will be announced at an online event as part of the Edinburgh Book Festival on the 15th of August, which, if you're looking at your calendars <laughs> right now, you will know is but two days away! <laughs> oh, two days away! Two days! That's like less than a weekend. Wow. That's exactly a weekend. <laughs> Some people count like the end of Friday as part of the weekend. Oh so. my gosh. That's incredible. Oh my gosh. Who's going to win? I don't know on, who's uh, going to win. So it's neck and neck. <laughs> it's literally neck and neck. Between seven. It's neck and neck and neck and neck and neck and neck and neck. <laughs> what are they? What is it? A giraffe? There's so much neck. <laughs> it's like an octopus, but with necks. <laughs> <laughs> they have eight. We are read all seven points. Shortlisted for this year's award. And they have all sent us a little recording of them reading a selection of their work. David Linklater is a poet from Ballantour, um, which is in Easter Ross. His work has appeared in Gutter, Glasgow Review of Books, DMQ review, spam and many more. His pamphlet Black Box was published by none other than Speculative Whoa, Books. Whoa, we published books. We remember Pamphlets. that. <laughs> Pamphlets. It was a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he lives and writes in Glasgow. David did an interview uh, over email which you can find at speculativebooks.net slash podcast. If you would like to have the Centenary Collection for free, a well, free book you can sign up to the Speculative Books subscription service. Use the code MORGAN, that's M-O-R-G-A-N, to get your first month for free and the Centenary Collection as your first book. See, we publish one book a month, which you can get through our range of plans. If you want to hear more about that, you can head to speculativebooks.net slash subscribe and you can find out all about that. Oh, I been it's been an incredible season of podcasting we've done here this is the last one I guess yeah of the, uh-huh. of the, of the little totally best of, of luck little. to all our shortlists all the shortlists best yeah all the not our shortlists I guess Edwin's shortlist. all of Edwin's Eddie's Ed, Eddie shorts yeah uh-huh, totally <laughs> all the Eddie shorts all the Eddie shorts <laughs> one yeah. of you is gonna get 20 grand insane Whew. insane oh, can you imagine that is is that hard. is that the biggest poetry prize? yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it was definitely a lot it's of money it's the biggest one I've ever heard of yeah definitely the biggest one I've ever heard yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. well good luck to everyone who's um, shortlisted mm-hmm. thanks so much for chatting to us thank over you for the listening week. to our podcast selections if you've listened to everyone thank you so much some podcasts would ask you to rate us five stars on iTunes we don't do that we're just happy you turned up. Yeah. Some podcasts would ask you to follow on Spotify or whatever streaming service you're using, but we don't do that. We don't We're do just happy that. you're here. Some podcasts aren't us Yeah. you're listening to this one. You know what we are? A podcast. Oh, oh, so, so close. close. <laughs> right, without much further ado. Without any more ado. No ado left around here. Yeah, uh huh. None over there. None <laughs> no, here. None over there. Well, Everyone, welcome to the... Welcome to your ears. Welcome. That's a good one. That is a good one. Everyone,
1: welcome to your ears, David Linklater. Hello, everyone. I'm David Linklater, and I'm here to read a few poems for this special podcast organized by Speculative Books to coincide with the shortlist announcement of the 2020 Edwin Morgan Award. Hope you enjoy the poems and that you're all keeping well. I'll just fire straight in. This poem is called The 23rd of March, 2020. In the back lanes, bald men are jogging, their calves lactic tight. So much for the year, not much to report, it's all too huge. Just milk foamed at the top of the mug, an old harbour step slopping with seaweed. That digger wrecking window frames across the street. Cauliflowered walls, metal strands buckled, sinew of the medical college, water hose suppressing dust blooms and four of us in here going from room to room, coming across the wrong way, coming together for meals, the headphone nation, with crawly dialogues that appear from nothing. Quiet! That's the clapping about to start. Half the world's behind a window. Ghost cities shuddering trains loose from their coats Oh my word, what are we to do, now that our hatches are stuck Now that we must allocate that which can be allocated Choose to sing or not, to be radically kind To virtualize our love for everything Right, so this next poem's called Evolving Brilliances It doesn't seem to be going anywhere, the old drunk of a boat. Eighty years it has been hinged to the shore, that water crow idling in low tide, half rotted, bones picked clean by scooping waves, a soup of wood flecks, blazes of white from the bows worn barrel buckshotting gulls. Returning from its exile in the night, the great animal of the sea wanders sleepily over a breastbone of rock, skin millioned with froth, and us walking three white dogs. There is nothing to conclude, not on the skirt of horizon, white transits dipping beneath her hills, nor in a feast of dolphins studied in tide folds. The shifting dunes, we have taken them without knowing. And us imagining that. Storms whittling inland. A new map scoured from hard winds. The point of reference eaten. Fantastic gales of air thin the banks further. The inner aisles, rearranged, become perfect in memory. A single star is snagged in the grey net. Over pages of sand we leave footprints that will disappear. And the dogs aren't caring either. Right, so this next one's called The June Play and it's about a guy upstairs who plays his trumpet constantly and it's also about the man downstairs who never cleans up. It's called The June Play. The man upstairs is sick of the man downstairs. His back teeth have had it. The man upstairs left a note for the man downstairs saying, Please don't put glass bottles in the recycling bin. The man downstairs ignored it, so others followed. Why is this so hard for you? I've trimmed your side of the hedge, have left pile in your garden, and Are you serious? A shower mat? It has become a kind of theatre we can all count on. We've even named them. Bald with trumpets, the man upstairs, and little boy robe, the man downstairs. We call the close yawn coliseum. The world out there is stuck in some terrible gyration. Strange events are happening by the hour. Wild ones, bewildering, hellish. In knowing so little of tomorrow, it brings comfort to know a thing today. The man upstairs is sick to the back teeth of the man downstairs. We are devoted to them. Each night a standing ovation. (coughs) This next poem is called The Carpenter. The 10 o'clock grinder is back at it. Inside the agony of wood before it is something delivered. Trying to carve a straight line, his lungs are furnished blonde. Bad for his health, but he's overridden that. Works the night with mallets and saws, laying old dressers on their sides, that whisperer of tables. He'll stay as long as the reaffirmation of the leg, sworn back into duty with a varnished coat. Trialling each drawer's action, the handles sanded with a silken wrist. No such thing as perfect, he knows that. But it catches the back of his throats on nights like this. The just-so street, rooms of dead composers, wounded rocking chair and birds. His calloused hands and bright green eyes affecting the order of things. The ripple of living, its engine laid open. Whatever he's making, it'll be a fine piece. The commission will be lauded a bottle of wine broken against its side, and another. His wonders will fleck the air. This next poem is called Days. 88,000 ahead in the queue. I was asleep when the window opened and by the time I woke it was long gone. So now I'm back in another, number 41,437, there's no chance I'm rounding it down, I was being lenient last time. The cranes haven't moved in weeks, people are worried their lungs will take pneumonia, those with asthma are waiting for little white pharmacy vans. Minds me how back in the day the manny with the fish came down into the village Sundays. He'd beep his horn twice and people would come from their houses to buy salmon, haddock, herring out the back of the van. How we always watched and never once bought any fish. That was a source of contention, what with growing up by the sea. So close to open your window and all you can hear are waves on the fold. People would ask, how come you don't eat fish coming from Balantor? And I'd say, I just don't like them. You're from the city, how come you don't eat pigeon? This next poem I'm going to read is called Pilgrim Territories, and it was written in response to a painting by the Scottish artist Maurice Grassi, and it's called The Are Arbroath. The painting's called that, uh, the poem's called Pilgrim Territories. Hard work, my father taught the meaning. Oily tracks on his palms handed down from his father and his father before him. Artisans of the Firth, casting, hauling, boys rolling in kicks. Mind Finlay and Big Dick, old boys out to catch the elusive thing, and no one knew what it was. The Dawn, the marigold daughter that cut through waves rearing up with white hooves on cold mornings. Foam buckshot from a magnificent shotgun, the clouds raging bulls. Gone to memory with the men that sailed them. Other times, sea smooth as a glass disc, bottle noses doing their silken dance, knowing to steer clear of Will Pat and the boys out there netting the great blueness. Once a shadow moved under the boat and it was like God finally spoke, and bells tolled through mist, making it yield, a life passed down, fingers a thousand tides deep, gutting the silver skinned chromosomes. Keeping it all singing. I picked up tradition as if it were a shoe, and tried some others in my time, but my body is water and I wear it like the seabed. With my sewester yellow as a pale sun, I'll be gone. And when I come home, wash the salt and oil from the divots of my skin, sand will flash from the basin, punctures in the night. The boys out. <coughs> <coughs> The boys out there plain-faced I could not, for the life of me, Know a world on land. Fucked it. Fucked it. Voice went right at the last line sound. But I'm continuing. I'm not gonna stop. Come too far. This next poem is called The Crack. Though there's plenty to do Plenty of it is nothing Next to a grand scheme it would pale But then everything would the only thing that matters is love and everything is because of love or a lack thereof Stop by when this is all over and we'll catch up, tell each other we're all right And it'll maybe take a while before we get around that to the crack Here we are very much a ball in its hands But we'll get there, with words in a certain order and style We've been stalking for the feast of each other's company taught into precision where the world has taken us recently. The country, the shore, the en-suite polishing the cylinders of a hopeless machine. Something quite pretty, white-petalled welly-boots. Then lighting another cigarette. We bring that out in each other. Another drink, another cigarette. Laughing at our malfunctions in spite of it all. We should probably just start a commune. To hell with the city. So this next poem I'm going to read, uh, I thought it'd include an Edwin Morgan poem, seen as this is for the Edwin Morgan award, and it's also the man's centenary this year. So this is my, one of not my favourite, but one of my favourite Edwin Morgan poems. It's a wee short one called Aberdeen Train. Rubbing a glistening circle on the steamed up window I framed a pheasant in a field of mist. The sun was a great red thing somewhere low, struggling with the milky scene. In the furrows, a piece of glass winked into life, hypnotised the silly dandy. We hooted past him with his head cocked, contemplating a bottle end. And this was the last of October, a Chinese moment in the Merns. So this is this next poem's the second last one I'm going to read, and it's from my uh, pamphlet Black Box that was released with Speculative Books in 2018. It's called Chrome Wheels. The city lifts its face, buildings with braces. Not long, and there are heavy blue hills, badges of birch, right angled on the slopes, a witch of clouds. A bruised kneecap of heather, ponds, eyes without ducts, wind bushes yellow lit, and the long ribbon of industry always running, always alive, always thriving. Sheep, seed grape, and my eyes are gone. Distance is a beautiful cage, and oh, heavens, the moon up there on the back shift showing its gums. Horizons do their work sealing it all off. The sea heals like a dog, and you, log, what wind uprooted you? Was I born? Were my father and mother mere passing words? Mirage waltzes over the concrete hump, eats up trees, drivers, insecticides. Distance is a beautiful cage. These chrome wheels show the Keswick, its long legs sticking the Beaulieu Firth. They show me home running away along an old familiar carpet with horses splitting in halcyon halves. I put my feet in, I put my whole head in and after a time, step back to go through the motions. The further I go, the rounder I get, more of my hair falls out. I grow my nose long, catch the northern zephyrs and roll them into a ball Put them in my pocket to tell those south what the word is I wear my chrome wheels and split the road in two Distance is a beautiful cage in my head, a willing prisoner So the last poem I'm going to read is called Lapwing and It has a quote at the start by the late, great Robert Hunter from the song Broke Down Palace by the Grateful Dead. And the quote goes, Mama, Mama, many worlds have come since I first left home. Today staring at the blankness, thinking of what you would have done with it. The sky is on a different level. Each sentence is a missing word. Your head-back laugh Thunderous thigh-clap that meant you got it right And I've never seen anyone make clothes bloom like that Green lady You lap-wing You leap with a flicker in it Go about your business Find outlines and put colour there Your name in italics Peach-faced love-bird Red hair from a red beret leaving the broke-down palace Away, out into the air where there is no end to any of it. So many leaves are falling. Go and be with them. Cheers. hope you enjoyed the reading. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Be good to each other. Bye bye.